to Burger Creek Productions' 15 Minutes of Fame podcast features Jeffrey Sumters of the Connecticut-based punk band, The Rats. Here's their song, Some Might Say. I'm having a nice, relaxing Saturday. What's going to suck is tomorrow because I got to go to work tomorrow. What do you do? Um, I I, I sell Coke. <laughs> nice, dude. I, no, no, no. Like I work for Coca-Cola. No, I figured that. <laughs> but still, that's an awesome. That's a, that is a great way to break the ice. Like, holy shit. Yeah. I sell, hey, what do you do? I, I sell Coke. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. So you've been to Columbia a couple times, you know, d- drifted in and out of uh, the prison system, you know. Oh, that's yeah. that's funny. Check this out. My first experience at Cherry Street, we did a show on Easter, like that weekend. And, <laughs> dude, no one showed up. And so I got to a- ask you a question. Are you familiar with the sound guy? Scotty? Yeah. Dude. That guy is a creature. He is like wild. I've, I've, like just, just so get this. We fucking roll up, and it's like it's one of those shows that Joaquin put on, and it was like it was like us and like six or seven bands. Yeah. So, so like, so we roll up and uh, what did would you say his name was Scotty? Scotty's the sound guy there. So yeah. so we roll up and Scotty's like, hey, he's like, I just got this tattoo five minutes. You know, like it's still bleeding. Like, the tattoo is fucking fresh. He's like, yeah, I just got, you know, it's a few blocks away. I just woke up and went and got a tattoo, and now I'm at work. It's like, <laughs> you're a, who are you, man? Like, just fucking, and, and, it, and it sounded great. The sound was awesome. He did a great job mixing us, at least from what we could tell on stage. Um, but, yeah, he was, a, he, was a, he was a character, all right. <laughs> just fucking wild. Oh. I feel like I played that show. Do you know who else was on that show? Do you remember offhand? Uh, the follow-ups, and there was like an industrial band that opened up. It was a really interesting lineup. Fuck, hold on a minute. I got it. I got it right here. I just gotta look it look it up. Um, just because I, I feel like because I know Scotty had like a really good friend that passed away, and he got that tattoo, and I feel like he was going around the parking lot being like. Look, I just got this tattoo, but, it, you know, it could have been th- the following week I played there. It was the write-offs, New Year's Revolution, Us, Christian Marone, and Decent News. And then there was another band that was added on. Yeah, I definitely didn't play that show. Yeah, it I was... I feel like I remember that. The thing about Cherry Street is it's either got to be, like, metal or, like, hardcore. Um, or punk. But, I mean, the write-offs, I love that band. I love those dudes. Like They practice in the same spot as, spot as us. Uh, they're a badass rock and roll band. They got, like, a garage angle to them. Oh, hell yeah, dude. They were, they were awesome. I can't really, Yeah, they're, they're great. I, I just can't really see, like, that. even Christian Marone, I, you know, I know him, too. It, it has to be the right, the right kind of bands in there. But anyway... I digress. I'll do the official, dude. Yeah. We're we're already well into this at this point. Um, I'll do the official intro, I suppose. Uh, Burger Creek Productions, fifteen minutes of fame, 
uh, artist profile slash podcast welcomes Jeffrey Thunders from the Connecticut-based uh, The Rats. And we've just been talking nonsense about <laughs> Cherry Street Station and music and whatever. But that's uh, that's what we do. So welcome. Here's my official welcoming, right? Um, so thank Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Hey, you know. <laughs> we, we I love doing stuff like this. I live for this stuff. I wanted to ask you. I saw the Bandcamp bio for the Rats states that yeah. you guys are quote um, old school hardcore punk that has um, a nineteen eighty two West Coast vibe rather than the traditional Connecticut hardcore sound. And was the band birthed out of kind of a rejection of that kind of Connecticut hardcore sound and wanting to be different, or were you just attracted to other music than what was going on at the time when the band was founded? Uh, it was just kind of, I wanted to play the stuff that I like. Um, I also don't have the kind of vocals like death threat or hate breed, hmm. you know, like it's a big Connecticut hardcore bands. Plus that's not really the style of hardcore that I like, you know, like I just said, you know, I like the early eighties West coast vibe. Maybe even like the, you know, early DC stuff too, but I always felt like, I don't know, Black Flag changed my life, you know, how many other people have said that, but you know, right. the first four years, that I, I can't get past the first four years. <laughs> so it was, it was purposely done, if that answers the question. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's a good, that's a good little uh, segue into to my next question. So how did you first discover rock and roll? You know, like, was it, you know, a stoner uncle? Was was it your parents? Like, how how did you discover rock and roll? Um, I I gotta. If you want to start with rock and roll, I gotta give it to my sister. She's a few years older than me, and she always had like Led Zeppelin hmm. tapes. This goes back a little bit. Uh, she had like all the Guns N' Roses albums. So <laughs> when I was a little kid, I was listening to that stuff. And then, um, a buddy of mine started bringing like CDs over to my house, you know? Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I guess that's where it started. Let's say Guns N' Roses and Led Zeppelin is where it started <laughs> um, with my sister. And then, you know, you kind of find your own path. And I, a lot of people will talk shit about this, but you know what? Green Day Dookie, man. Like that was, that was like a seminal record. I was was 13 year old kid that came out you know they're single the first single is about masturbation <laughs> they're throwing food on the cover of the, of the record it's called dookie for crying out loud <laughs> like all the stars aligned so that's when i kind of like took off i was like wait a minute you know guns and roses led zeppelin's cool and all but what is this hmm. i think that's kind of when i started leaning towards you know this crap that we do now that record is not only like just packed full with like pop punk if that's how you want to fucking categorize it doesn't matter punk rock it's rock and roll but also yeah they were fucking kids they're kids absolutely and it's like to me more than anything that's what i love about punk is anyone can fucking do it anyone can do it and, and that's not a negative that's like fuck this is what brings us together you know like anybody can do this yeah. shit and it's like and what you Go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. What were you going to say? I was going to say what you just said brings us together. And like that, to me, that's that's one of the things that I love about punk is no matter how old you are, mm -hmm. you know, 
you could be in your 60s playing punk still or you could be a kid playing punk <laughs> and no matter what like that music's going to bring bring you together yeah you know so then that, that's that's one thing that i do love and I, I don't give a shit what people say about green day you know i don't care if they call them pop punk band or punk rock i don't care they're, they're a great band mm-hmm. that's a great record you know it doesn't matter to me what everyone says yeah i actually um kind of sidestep to talk about the ramones man i one night i played a show with cj and this is the best compliment i've ever gotten in my life so i have to share it a little bit if that's all right with you oh 100 percent. so we played well one of my older bands played with cj one night and uh at the end of the night you know after the bars closed everyone's cleaning up he came up to me and he's like hey man i fucking love your voice and i, I didn't even know what to say i'm just like shit man this is cj <laughs> The dude played with the greatest of the greats, and he's giving me a compliment. Jesus. So, you know, I, I got to give props to that guy. You know, a lot of people give him crap. He was a Ramon, though. Oh, dude, fuck that noise. Man, people who give people who have the audacity to give that guy shit clearly don't understand what it means to be, like, a working fucking musician. I was touching, like, his, his guitar case. And I'm like, I'm touching a Ramones guitar case. And, you know, my friends are like kind of laughing at me about it. I was geeking. <laughs> it's probably hard not to. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so I have a new segment that I actually launched um, a couple episodes ago. It's called Movie Star Mustaches, Maxi Pads, and Madness. Now, the scenario is you are working at a retirement facility for movie stars. And here are some choices that you have to make today. Are you on board? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. I'm not a giant movie guy, but I'll give it a shot. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Um, now, you have the choice to do macaroni-based arts and crafts for six consecutive hours with either Andy Kaufman or Jared Leto. <laughs> I got to go with Andy Kaufman on that one. I think I, I think personally Andy would probably be a little bit more like unpredictable. And you gotta think, that's six hours of like raw macaroni arts and crafts. Fucking glue. <laughs> you know, like think about that. That's where my head goes. Like who can I who's gonna be the most interesting in you know, Andy Kaufman. You you never know yeah. who the fuck you're talking to, you know? <laughs> it's got it's gotta be Andy Kaufman in that situation. Without a doubt. Excellent. So your second scenario, you have to drink binge drink copious amounts of wine with either Dan Aykroyd but all he talks about are UFOs or <laughs> Tom DeLong and all he talks about are UFOs maybe Tom I may have to go with Tom I mean I, Dan Aykroyd's a legend but <laughs> I mean to the stars academy I mean he's got he's got to have some insight right yeah that's a tough I'm, I'm going to stick with my original original choice I'm going to go with Tom DeLong on that one good man <laughs> so uh, let's see here okay your final question your final scenario okay you have to change the adult diaper of either Chris Farley or John Candy after they've been drinking nothing but prune juice and vodka mixed drinks for the last 12 hours oh God. I know I know None. these are all <laughs> shitty options okay nope <laughs> pun intended completely um, uh, Chris Farley. Chris legend, Farley, I legend. I mean, they're, they're both, both they're legends. both legends. But 
What if what if yeah. what if to add to what if to add insult to injury, the whole time that you're changing Chris Farley's diaper, he's just in character. He's like doing he's doing like the whole like sales pitch from Tommy Boy, where he's like fucking like sl- you know like in comes the meat wagon wee you know like he's he's reciting shit that you recognize as you're changing his diaper. Like new guys in the corner puking, puking his guts, guts out. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I, I'm definitely in. If, if that's the case, I'm definitely <laughs> in. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm very interested to hear your take on this. Why, personally, why do you think some people in the scene they say shit like "keep punk out of politics" or vice uh, or or vice versa, "keep politics out of punk"? Why 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 do you think people say that shit? Maybe they're just too nervous to kind of take a stance. Hmm. Um, yeah, we've been getting kind of a lot of crap about the political posts, but um, I don't. Maybe just people just don't want to get involved. You know, hmm. um, I mean, how can you not right now? But it, even if you go all the way back to the beginnings, I mean, Blitz Creek Bob. I mean, listen to those freaking lyrics, dude. You know, there's, there's politics involved in that. Um, I mean, the Sex Pistols, God Save the Queen, mm-hmm. you know, the Clash were kind of uh, like, politics is an enormous part of punk rock. Christ, look how many bands created themselves based on like fear of Ronald Reagan. Like that was a whole, yeah. that was a whole movement of like yeah. second gen, like punk bands, if, or if that's how you want to categorize it. Like I always get different, somewhat different answers. Um, I think the most entertaining one I heard is like, People are scared, you know, they don't want to address these things, but the actuality is like, it's fucking, these things have happened or are happening, right? Like if we don't address it, it doesn't mean it doesn't go away. You know, if you're shitting your brains out, you fucking take Pepto-Bismol. You don't just hope that you're, you know, like you got to do something, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, that's probably kind of where I was going with that. What is one concert experience that you wish you could experience all over again? Um, I saw Jay Retard at Cafe Nine in New Haven, and it totally fucking blew me away, man. That's probably the best show I've ever seen in my life. So if I could go back and relive that, one hundred percent, that'd be my answer every single time. Was it a Was it a full house? Yeah, Cafe Nine's not. I, I don't know if you've ever been there. It's probably about the size of a low beat. I, um, I have not I've not been there. I've heard yeah, I've heard stories. I actually think Christian Marone mentioned that place to me that night. Probably. We were out, we were outside smoking cigarettes and he's like, You guys should do a show. I think it was there. He's like, You guys gotta do a show there. Most likely because for a short period of time he was doing the door there. So it's probably why he mentioned that. Interesting. Um Yeah, I know Jay Retard like kind of teeters on the garage end of punk. Um I do love like garage punk, but that show just completely blew me away but i'll definitely say jay retard at cafe nine over and over again after this i'll find a video um there's one song somebody recorded i'll send it to you yeah send it to me i'll definitely check that out i know that you guys released um you had what was it a four track kind of ep of stuff that was recorded late 2019 early 2020 um but how 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 has the band kind of spent its time over the quarantine? Like, have you guys been able to share demos, ideas, riffs? Like, wh- what have you guys been up to? Um, you know, during this what now 
11 months, 10 months of, of kind of going through a, a global pandemic. I know it sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, we've gotten together a handful of times. We started working on writing new songs. Uh, and we're actually, I'm saying starting this month, we're going to start recording for another seven inch. Hell yeah. Uh, I think right now we probably have, I, if we could get six songs, I'd be incredibly happy. If we get five songs, that'd be great. I think we already have three that are ready to go. And, um, I probably have about 15, 20 songs to show the band. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. So you've been busy. I've been busy. Um, what I do is I just sit here in my acoustic guitar and just kind of like, you know, bang out 45 second minute long songs. Um, I'll, I'll upload it to my YouTube account, but you know, it, it's not public or anything because mm-hmm. it's, it's punk rock on acoustic guitar. It sounds like shit. Um, <laughs> but I, I'll call it like rats idea number one or whatever. And I'll send it to the band and be like, hey, I got this song. Check it out. And usually they're like, yeah, this is cool. So. <laughs> nice. Well, I haven't gotten. Dude, that sucks. I haven't gotten that yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> so the song Destroy You uh, after or off of uh, after the blackout, the seven inch you guys put out. It's me personally. I think it's a good like example. It's a good specimen of your work. Right. Because everything that makes punk tracks great. Some vocal chants, driving drums, searing fucking guitars. It's a fucking earworm, right? Now, I also think it's could potentially be viewed as an anthem for what we're all going through right now. Um, you know, the bullshit that we've had to witness and all this stuff. If you had the choice to enter into a street fight, with someone, I don't even know how. I don't even know if I should be doing this. But if you had the ability to enter into a street fight, okay, so no one's dying, but you have the ability to fucking beat the shit out of somebody, like in in a hand in hand hand combat. We'll say out in front of a place like fucking Lobby, right? What member of the current administration would you challenge to a street fight? Oh, Donald Trump, one hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, before you even finish that, I'm like, I'm fighting Donald Trump. Dude. I, he just, uh, I, I can't even look at the guy. I just can't. How do you, how do you think he swings a punch? Do you think he tries to do like the the old school like bare knuckle, you know, like hey, you know, like the fighting Irish kind of thing? Do you know what I'm talking about? With like, yeah, the... yeah, definitely not. I, I think he <laughs> first of all. I don't even think he's ever thrown a punch in his life. Probably not. Second of all, I he he's probably this type of guy who does like the old school like eighties cartoon wind up. <laughs> and you know it's coming for about two and a half minutes. <laughs> he's he's got the he's got like the he, he like swings his arm behind his back like he's cocking the Yeah. Oh, yeah, his back goes to like a ninety degree angle. <laughs> yeah. God, I hate that guy so much. Sucks. He sucks. Oh, dude. Okay, so I I actually thought of something I did want to ask you. Yeah. When so, I I know that you said you've been playing music for you know it's you've been playing music for a very long time. Yeah. What What was your parents' reaction when you showed them pictures 
or video or showed them the music, you know, itself. What was their re- their initial reaction like? Uh, I had my father listen to a recording of this hardcore band I was in. And he's like, I hate it. And I'm like, well, what do you hate about it? And he's like, I just hate all the cymbal smashing. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, okay, I guess that makes sense. My mom actually came out to one show. I did this Sunday matinee show, and she came out, and uh, when I don't have a guitar strapped to me, I'm like a wild man on stage. I'm jumping off of things. I'm running around like an idiot. And my mom was kind of like in the back. It was at Cafe Nine, so you know, just picture the low beat. Mm-hmm. I was like, she was like sitting kind of in the back, and I got a 50-foot mic cable, so I like ran and I slid on my knees and did this like you know, bullshit rock star thing, but yeah. I like I'm like screaming and I looked at her and the look of horror on her face. You <laughs> know, I'm just like, my mom has no idea what's going on right now. She oh. never came to another show again. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined it. You ruined it forever. <laughs> I, I mean my my family there it wasn't they're not there was no music growing up. You know, um I'm very fortunate because my in-laws are like my wife's family. They're all musicians and they've come. My in-laws have come to so many shows. And even though I know they don't like the music, they respect it. And they're like, this is good. You know, I like what you're doing. Keep it up. But my parents, I think it terrifies them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude, that's, that's funny. I will say you mentioned destroy you. That's our drummer, Elvis Belushi, singing. That's Elvis, and, huh? Yeah. When we wrote that song, he was so pissed off about Donald Trump. And those lyrics are about Donald Trump. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, that was the thing. Was like, no, oh, go ahead. no, no. What were you going to say? I was going to say, it's funny that you mentioned that song. And then you asked that question about who, <laughs> who would I fight in the current administration. <laughs> Every day, 